We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, my name is Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are Going Commando. Going Commando is a little show that we put together because we believe so strongly in the importance of authenticity. We believe so strongly in the importance of being who you are, being true to that and expressing that to the world. And we hope by doing so, we encourage you and give you permission to do the same. So with that said, good morning, Miss Angela. Good morning, Dana. I never get tired of your intro. And I'm like, yeah, we do that. That's what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who can't see, I'm wearing my sweet little Santa Santa baby shirt. And Dana's killing it over there. So... Give you a little sense of, you know, the dichotomy of the personalities of the show. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so, yeah. So um, we are we do our show, honestly, so that we can help show you guys that by sharing our stuff and and being vulnerable and just, you know, I, I do put on makeup for you guys, but besides that, there's nothing else. There's no, like, I know there's no, like, you know, thing, no smoke and mirrors going on here. Dana and I just are who we are. Yep. And, um, we want you to be who you are because that's where the magic is when you can be yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how we, uh, can connect with one another. You can't connect with a false front. True. You can't, you can't connect with somebody who's disconnected. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. And you wonder why relationships fail or the job the job doesn't turn out to be the way you wanted it to yeah. be, you know, because if you're not yourself and really think about what you want, what you need, then whatever. So to help you figure out what you want and need and who you are and to be vulnerable, we are spending this season, um, the season for gratitude to discuss the concepts in Dana's book, Beyond the Ten, Decoding the Woo-Woo. And we're kind of like... You know, Dana has this beautiful way of of weaving these concepts that seem out there um, to be really practical and really help you dig in on who you are and and help you find and listen to your inner voice because that's really what is there to guide you. So, with that said, Dana, what are we talking about today? I'm smiling because I think it's the drink because I had one right here. Oh, stop it. <laughs> no, I swallowed it. Swallowed it. Like, but when I realize, I like, I'm realizing that like every episode, like every once in a while I'll walk and I'll go back and I'll like, watch, you know, listen to an episode or we have to do timestamps or whatever it is, or I need a clip. And I'm like, I, I burp, not as gross as that one, but I burp <laughs> like every episode. And I have to really kind of question myself and like, who I really am. Yeah. Commando, commando. But like, I'm disgusting, you know? So as you're talking, I'm like, you know what I mean? (laughs) So I don't know if it's better that I was going to and I didn't and I still talked about it. But either way, I'm I'm very much aware and I'm working on it. So you're welcome. (laughs) Only if you want to change it, though. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a little disgusted with myself. No, seriously. Like, I'm like, Dana, like every episode, I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, look how smart. Oh, look how cute we are. Look how clever. And I'm like, I'm like, that's not okay. (laughs) Wait, before we get started, I want to show my new tattoo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you go. See, so for my little Joshua, we celebrated Joshua Day yesterday. And um, these are Christian's little I love you. And Maddie got the same I love you. So a little homage to my boys. Nice. Um, and 
Maddie bought me the tattoo for my Christmas slash Joshua Day present. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm a little sweet. You gave me the bug. You gave me the bug. Rob and I, we always talk about, you know, we're going to go get tattoos. We had. We got a boon Are you going to get the dick together. tattoos? So, so for those of you who are not aware, if you put like, you know, like uh, the circles here and like the thing, whatever, I don't want to be like the dick and balls, but I'm, I've already gone there. But if you put the balls here and you like link your finger here, so it's in the running, but Rob and I have been talking about getting a no regrets tattoo for forever. No you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So we joked. We're like, where should we get it? Like, I'm going to get it on my knuckles. And he's like, I'm going to get it on the inside. <laughs> But, but yeah, but on our honeymoon, we got, we both got Ubuntu tattoos. And uh, so yeah, go from Ubuntu to like a dick and balls or no regrets. But again, <laughs> classy. Oh yeah, yeah, classy. I've already been clear who I am with the whole burping monologue. So all right, so let's talk about this episode because okay. <laughs> already off the rails at five minutes and three seconds. So, um, so anyway, um, oh, so we have three episodes left and of of this of the season of decoding the woo woo and what we're going to do is this one we're going to talk about rituals and practices you know the pros and cons to rituals and practices and then the next episode we're going to get into some real energy stuff we're going to go like full woo woo and then we're going to close it with uh you'll just have to wait and see so yeah really, yes. well before we get into yeah. um if you guys do because we do have um a, you know something planned for the last episode but if there's any kind of questions you want us to yeah, to address cool. in the last episode so to, this is episode 49 and so episode 51 is going to be where we're kind of going to wrap up the season throw it all together we've got some stuff we're going to talk about but if you guys have any questions or you want like you know like ask dana just put it in the comments or wherever you're seeing this this clip or whatever and we'll just make a running list um because now is a good time to to kind of be a part of the thing we'll give you a little shout out we'll say your name you know <laughs> you know it's all fun get involved you know party on Okay, sorry. <laughs> We're so party on Wayne, party on Garth. And the more I, <laughs> the more I watch us, I'm like, mm -hmm. We're pretty much yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, so focus. So we're talking mm. about rituals and practices today. And when I wrote about rituals and practices and woo woo, I kind of wrote it with a little bit of an edge, like because at the time when I was writing it. I was getting frustrated. I was like, that was like the real like heyday in the gallery where there was a lot of, a lot of spiritualists in my immediate sphere of influence. And there was a lot of focus on rituals and, uh, and really from like the most extreme to the simplest. But just to give you an example, um, you know, I had, uh, I was getting spooked in my dreams a lot a few years back where, um, uh, just real, like I have real intense dreams already, but like real spooky stuff. Like I was being grabbed, like hold, mm. held down and shadowy figures. It was, it was even before the stuff with toboggan. It was like some, you know, real heavy And it was stuff. like, it was like the kind of stuff that like you felt like you're like aware, you were aware of what happening. That's why it was so scary, right? Because you're like, yeah, well, I would wake up. And yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it was, it was something, something energetic was trying to get my attention and in, a, in an aggressive way. And it, and it was scary. And all the advice I was getting was hang, hang a broom upside down in front of your door, put a glass of water under your bed and do all these ritualistic things. And it got me thinking, that's just one example, but it got me thinking about rituals. And people, I think, when they're looking, damn it, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's, it's yes. the drink. It's, I need it's to stick that it's a, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, when, when people are looking for some sort of improvement in their life, it's very easy to look outside to other people's rituals. Right. And when I wrote about this, I was frustrated with that because we could adopt all these practices and all these rituals and all these things. But again, it comes back to us. If we are not handling our business, then no ritual, no vision board we've joked about, right? That's a practice. That's ritualistic. None of that stuff is going to solve our woes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I, um, I, and these, these things come in by way of, uh, listening to the gurus. I wake up now, take out the, take out the, the, the saging and, and the water under the bed. Think about like just the rituals of the, the, the truly successful people and they get up at 6 a.m. and they take their cold shower and they do their, you know, the hour of reading and they do like their thing. They, they have their own routine that they've yep. established for what works for them. And then you have people adopting their routine, thinking that they're going to become millionaires, too. And I think that's really what this whole thing is about. Like I will achieve this level of spirituality or this level of it freedom and financial stability if I do what that person did. And yes. that's not, that's not the case. Yeah. And, and you, the two of us were very, very different about how we go about our things, you know, mm -hmm. and as much as I'm doodling on the idea of rituals and practices, I have my own. I get up every day and I do one of two things, depending on how my body feels, because I'm learning to listen, but depending on how my body feels, I either go out in the dark, we're talking like 6am and I walk, and then I come home and I get everybody ready. Or if I get, I always get up at the time I get up. And if I don't feel like walking, I'll come into my room and I'll sit and I'll meditate and I'll do that. But it's part of a practice, then handle the kids, then take the shower, then, you know, and then all of these things. And if I don't start my day that way, I am very uncomfortable. I'm not grounded. It's what grounds me. I have mm -hmm. to give myself that time. And if I told you to do that, you know, you're going to have your version of that. But if I told you to do exactly that and it didn't work for you and then you wonder, well, why is it working? Because it's not for you. Right. Or it's it's adding stress. Right. Remember, I remember when um, when we were working together and I first got the house and you were like, you need to sit outside for 10 minutes every day. And I'm like, OK, well, some days it's raining and some days yeah. it's this. And it became like excuses because I couldn't do that. Yep. And it yep. became like frustrating if I missed it. And oh, yep. did you do that today? No. Well, it didn't work for me. You know, yep. Yep. Um, my my routine is that I. The only place that I really have by myself all the time is in the shower. So every time I'm in the shower is when I have my epiphanies. It's when I think. It's when I kind of talk through whatever scenario is going on or whatever. But being in the shower, the hot water running on me, I just let it. Like I always have my five minutes of like my heat blast, you know. Yep. Fuck the cold shower shit. No, thank you. But like that's my space. That's always my face. I take a shower every day, have to wash this every day or it becomes a greasy mop. So it's like my showers, my, 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 my space. Some days I can sit with my cup of coffee in the morning and like, you know, for half an hour, look out the window. Some days, you know, some days I can go for a walk some days, but if I can't get to it every single day, I at least have something that I can yep. hold on to, yep. you yep. know? Yep. And you made a really, really good point. Actually, a couple, but the, the, it's funny about the shower. I just want to start there. Like that is like the opposite for me. Like I'm so focused on, I'm like, I got to shave this and wash this and scrub this. And like, I don't like, cause Rob takes those moments in the shower. So if you told me to do it in the shower, 
I wouldn't be able to. But right. here's what's really, really important. Because when when I was when I was suggested a few years back to go sit outside for 10 minutes, and when I did that, it evolved into something that worked for me. Right. Yeah. And when I had suggested it to you, it was it's funny. It's it's about specifically giving yourself the time. Yeah. So when we really ask ourselves at the core, what do we need every day in one way or another? We, if we want to be happy and successful and free and balanced and all those things, we have to ground ourselves. We have to center ourselves and we have to reconnect with ourselves so we can go out into the day strong and empowered. Yeah. That's the constant. Yeah. And then the rituals and practices we figure out based on what does that for us. Right. Mm -hmm. I know when I want to be in the zone, I'll paint. Somebody else might want to pick up a guitar. Mm -hmm. well, I don't know who. <laughs> <laughs> but you but what you have to do again nobody has to do anything if you want to be in a peaceful state is you have to dedicate that time to yourself yeah. whatever yeah. that looks like yeah yeah you know there's this like all the things that there's stuff that i want to do but I just haven't incorporated it yet. I want to go take a yoga class. I like yoga. I like stretching. I like the way it makes me feel. I, I like being forced to sit still and breathe. You know, I, I would like to do that. It just hasn't become part of my routine yet. You know, it's just something I would like to do and I'll incorporate it when I can. Um, but like, you know, we were talking to Maddie about her giving her, her creating the time and space because she so yep. doesn't, you know, and it was like, okay, leave 10 minutes early for class and take a longer walk to class and, and use those 10 minutes to just think like, let your mind be free. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's really, for me, the, the, the rituals and practices of, of grounding yourself. Cause that's the best way to say it. And I love that. Yeah. And whether it's the end of the day and you're doing like a wrap up thing in bed or journaling or whatever it is, whatever is Jackie. like, excellent, get your turkey, whatever <laughs> it is. That's like that, that is exciting for you. Like, um, if you're somebody who, who likes to write and journal, you know, and you're somebody who watches, you know, Netflix and shit, like I always go downstairs. I just finished Psych, by the way. <laughs> it's like so sad to end a series. Um, <clears throat> but if like, like, I know that if I stayed up to watch episodes and then I go straight to bed, I don't feel the same the next morning. You know what I mean? I feel like I wasted yeah. time. Yeah. But if I go to bed and I relax and I allow myself like the extra half hour just to like fall asleep, you know, maybe not send stupid reels to you, but put my phone down and go to sleep. But um, then I feel better. So if it's like you have to think about what it is that you like to do that lets you just be present. You know, that's, yeah. that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to bring the educational component into it, you know, we keep using the words rituals and practices, but how about mindfulness and organization? You know, I, I personally am not, I wouldn't say I'm not organized. Like I'm like, I'm like, uh, it's, I have taught myself to be organized and my natural state of being is to be all over the place. I'm very impulsive. I'm all over the place. But when I brought myself into balance, I learned to be very organized. I learned that by doing things, and this is a little bit off topic, but it really is in, it, like in line with the topic. I learned that by doing things in a mindful way that created structure and organization in my life, it helped me 
to be more creative, to, to do fun things, to have the joy and all those things, because there's a sense of safety, security and grounding in those things. Mm -hmm. Stupid example, but I have a clip for my keys that I clip to my purse. I never, ever, ever lose my keys. And even though that sounds so minor, it's, it's re think about when you lose your keys. Yeah. So I have eliminated that grief out of my life. When I do things, you know, when I take things out or whatever it is I'm doing, I always make a point to put it back where I got it. It takes me an extra second, but what it does is I mindfulness, I slow myself down and I put it back. So I always know where to find it. I watch Rob run around this house like a chicken without a head, always looking for something. Where's my hat? Where's my phone? Where's my wallet? Where's my keys? And I'm like, mine's right here. <laughs> but even though it yeah. seems like it's different, it's all part of that having structure. So to go back to the original thing, you know, you opened Angela talking about the guru making a lot of money and he gets up at 6 a.m. and he takes his cold shower and does his, you know, 30 mile bike ride and all that stuff. Yeah, th there's something to that, but it doesn't mean we like normies have to do that to be successful and happy. Right. You know what I right. mean? It can be as simple as setting an alarm and not pressing snooze because you've committed to yourself to get out of bed when you set. Structure. Yeah. 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 Right? It's funny. I always now wake up 10 minutes before my alarm. Always. Naturally. Naturally. Yeah. My body is just yeah. into this rhythm, you know, even on the weekends, like there's no more like... Yeah, I'll, I'll go down and like Saturday, I got my coffee, came back and I was, I was reading Powell's book and, yeah. you know, got myself cozy in bed and it was raining and it was awesome. And it was just like this great thing. But my body does have like a natural cadence now yeah. that yep. is just comfortable. And, you know, um, if there's nothing going on in the morning, like if we're not recording a commando and I can go for a quick bike ride down to the water. Awesome. If yeah. I can't. Great. I know and it's when, there. When we break that cadence, we fuck ourselves up. So again, it's that mindfulness and that structure. Um, you know, when I eat, like I eat a certain way, clearly, right? I eat a certain way, but when I eat something out of the realm of what my body is comfortable with, I enjoy it in that moment, but I suffer. So I decide whether or not I want to suffer. I go to bed at a certain time. When I stay up extra late or when, when my hours shift, it fucks me up. Yeah. When we go off of our structure. So it's really about deciding, do I want to have these moments of like, I'm going to stay up till 3 a.m. Yay. I'm going to eat an entire cheesecake. Yay. Or do we want to have that balance and consistently run like a machine and have like, um, like I said, a consistency in moving forward. And then all of a sudden everything in our life start, starts to look and feel um, more in balance. It's really no other way to say it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I think that what are like some of the more um, uh, woo woo kind of practices that you tried and incorporated into your days? Like where, where like, I definitely have, um, I tried not necessarily the vision board, but like the the drawing in the journal of what and I was like, nah, this isn't for me. Yeah. Um I had the crystals out. I didn't know what to do with them. So I put them away. <laughs> now they're, they're like a pretty little stand for my jewelry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like what, have you had any that like, I've, I've witnessed or run across a lot of stuff, like I said, in the gallery, but for me, my practice has changed. So I don't know if it was stuff that I did that didn't work. It's stuff that I did that no longer works for me. Mm -hmm. So just as an example, um, one of the things that I would do every morning when I would get up, when I would meditate is I would pull cards for myself. So oh, it was I remember like this, your cards days. You like I have a reading for you. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, but I had been pulling cards for myself and oh my God, 
I don't even know what year we're in. Probably like around 2017, 2018, pulling cards. Oh, since I was in the in the studio in Jupiter Farms. Mm-hmm. So I was pulling cards all the time. And then when I was in the gallery, I started getting going to start pulling cards for other people. But I always would get up in the morning. And if I had a dream, most most times I did that needed unraveling, I would unravel the dream, I would meditate, I would pull cards, I would make sense of it. And it was like a like, like a good hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would do that every day. And then the cards were, were like few and far, far between. Then the decks would change. And now I don't pull cards at all. And we're like, I don't feel pulled to pull cards at all anymore. So that practice no longer works. I've grown out of that practice. Yeah. But yeah. I recognized it and I didn't hold on to it because it just no longer worked for me. I was able to connect in a way without the, the tool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Um, I know that like when, um, if I have like a session with Wendy and Wendy's like, go take a bath, but this and this, but that and that, whatever. I know that I always feel good when I do it. It's just not something that I think to do all the time. And I guess, you know, like these things that it does feel good and it does feel like, okay, even just the idea of taking time to do something different for yourself so that you could be focused and calm or whatever, whether this stuff works or not, it's really about like, taking the time to do something for yourself. Um, So I've done little pieces here and there, but nothing ever stuck as like, I need to do this all the time. It's not for you. It's not for for you. You know, I think about all people, people do full moon rituals all the time. They write like what they want when the full moon's, I don't know exactly, I may be wrong here, but I think when the full moon is coming in, they like write what they want or then like people put their crystals outside to charge them. And then like when there's the retrograde and retrograde and -and so-and-so and such and such, like they do stuff like people have these rituals and I have been open to them, but I've never done them because I'm always like, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. For me, again, mindfulness routine structure that works for me and and you have to ask yourself too what are you trying to gain from this ritual yeah right if i'm trying to setting the intention is not a ritualistic thing that is a fact it is here you decide what you want right and then then you you go from there but like if I just, if I want to set an intention and I want to write it down and I want to like go into the moonlight, whatever those things are, burn it, whatever people do, I have to ask myself, well, what is it I'm trying to gain from this? Well, I'm trying to gain what I want. Well, what am I doing? Oh, I'm setting an intention. I'm releasing ties. Do I need, am I in a stage in my development that I need to burn it in order to make that point? You know what I mean? Or mentally cut the tie, whatever it is that people are doing. Do I need to do that? You know what? I could use all the help that I can get. Okay. Then do it. Right. But if it doesn't feel right, like I would never feel right doing that. So then don't do it. Because again, if your energy belies, you know, your actions or your mouth sounds, you know what I mean? Then it's not going to work anyway. It all, you, this is the power. This is the, 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 the magic right here. You just have to learn how to, you know, maneuver it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, also if you have, uh, people in your sphere, you know, uh, of influence and this is what they do and it there's, and they're like, you have to do this. You know what I mean? If you want to achieve like, like that's kind of like, sometimes I've seen that too, where people are so into, they're into their sound baths, they're into their, um, retreat, you know, ayahuasca things, like they're so into it. And, and to them, 
because they're so into it, that's the only way to achieve what they're trying to achieve. Yep. Um, yep. So, so it's all about just like, like you said, like focus on what the intention is that you, that you're struggling with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. find the, 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 the people, the things, the information, the books, whatever you want, that's going to help you um, with that intention. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just, you just triggered a memory few years back, we we're talking about Cambo, right? And for those of you who don't know what Cambo is, it's it's a frog toxin that through ritualistic <laughs> practice, the shamans, they, they frogs, me with the frogs, squeezing my frog's asses. To, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it's a frog toxin. And, and basically they burn a little hole, a little tiny hole, you know, ow, you know, like that. Put it on your arm, put the frog toxin, makes you totally, totally sick. You purge in every way that there's holes. <laughs> you purge something and then what it's supposed to do is supposed to clear you out and a a friend of mine would do these on her property and she would also do mushroom ceremonies again to become more connected to the divine or whatever and i've done them with her and i've done okay i'll do the thing i'll do the frog thing and okay i'll you know do the mushrooms and i'll get more connected and i've done them but what when i've done twice and when we've done it there was always a ceremony that came with it calling in the elementals and doing all these things. And I remember being like, oh, this isn't for me. But so am I defeating the purpose of doing it? Because you know what I mean? Like if like yeah. it just it's not it's not. So again, we're we're kind of beating beating this to death. At the end of the day, if somebody else's practices do not suit you, take what works, leave what doesn't, or go on to something completely different because you are the magic period. Yes. And the reason why, just to, to bring it home, the reason why people adopt these practices is to feel grounded, organized, mindful, peace. These things help you with those things. If you're looking for those things in your life, then you can find the ways that work for you that help you achieve those goals. So just think about like what's going on right now. When, you, when I see people who are totally fit, right? And they're talking about, oh, this 30-day weight loss program and the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I really want to get in shape, but I can't do that. Like, I can't have that kind of dedication. I can't do that. So I have to do the thing that's right for me. I'll go for my little leisurely walk and yeah. But also, I'm curious, too, if, if you've gotten this far in the episode, um, to put in the comments, what are some things that work for you? It would be really cool to kind of see how we're all different and um, what kind of practices and rituals that help you stay grounded. What are your intentions for doing those things and how do they work for you? Again, it doesn't have to be woo-woo. It could be just, you know, sitting outside with your coffee for 10 minutes every morning or, you know, you know turning off your phone at night or whatever it is. Like, what do you yeah. do that, that helps you? Cause it'd be cool to just kind of like see everybody's practices, not so we could do them, but just yeah. so you can see how different <laughs> everybody's really is because yeah. we're all so yeah. unique. Yeah. Or we could do them if they resonate. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. No rules here. No rules. <laughs> no rules. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we say bye now. Uh, we're going to say bye now. So you know what that means. Oh my God. It's the wheel. Dana's going to pull out the wheel. Now, okay. I don't think we have to go through all of the, all of them, but we should definitely unveil the new one that okay. we've added. So, so we put out uh, on, on social media, basically, and does anybody want to fill in the hole? <laughs> fill in our last slot. <laughs> That's what she said. So fill in the last slot. And we got a, a few, a few good ones. Um, 
clever, super clever. Like, I'm just going to read one, you know, uh, you know, our apologies to Justin Bieber. We ran out of time, like, you know, fun stuff, you know, spay and neuter your pets, control the pet population, stuff like that. But here's what we chose. Hope you enjoyed our show. If not, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we have all these wonderful, clever, you know, uh, comments. And that's what we chose because, well, fuck you. Okay. So, you ready? Okay. okay. Wait, which is... Yeah, I'm left-handed. Okay. You got to put it in front of your boobies. We can't see Yeah, it. I'm going to put it. I got to spin it first. I need okay. a good... All right. All right. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hope you guys enjoyed our show today. If not, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com.